Today's kickoff question comes to us from Boscogs12. If you had to get a celebrity's face tattooed on you, who would it be and why? If you had to get a celebrity's face tattooed on your body permanently, it's not going anywhere, who would it be and why? For more of a joke for me, I would get Mike Tyson's face tattooed onto my face, seeing as he's so known for his horrible face tattoo interesting so you're doing the tyson face tattoo but instead of the tribal tyson face tattoo you're getting tyson's face on your face with the tribal tattoo do you think that's a very good idea it's a terrible idea but this is just a hypothetical so you're doing that i will well well, well, we need to disclose an amount of money i'd have to be paid in order to do so i work in radio so my face is not seen although i am in public sometimes so i think i'd have to seriously consider some sort of contract something in writing that would be paid enough that it wouldn't affect my work I'm a heavily ink guy. You can see this from me. I am a heavily ink guy. But there's not a day goes by that I'm not shocked that face tattoos are actually a thing now. Well, what are you going with then? Doesn't have to, because you didn't say face tattoo, right? You didn't say it has to be a face tattoo. It just has to be. I said somebody's face on your body. I didn't say you have to go with a face tattoo. Did I'm you misunderstand the no, question? No, I'm still going with Tyson. I'm just You're still going with, oh. Yeah. I'm but still, you're not going with a face. Yeah. Oh, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> well, who would yours be? So it could be any celebrity, and I'm getting my finger quotes out here, celebrity, right? So I'm not swimming in Lake Me here when I say this, but I could go the Steve-O route and get my own face on my body. Like a self-portrait. Well, that's what Steve-O did, right, didn't he? Yeah, he has on his belly, I think. No, on his back. It's on his back? Yeah, he got his own portrait on his back. So So when I take off my shirt and I'm a party, people might might be like, ha, 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 that's funny, instead of like, oh, why would you do that? You always have an eye on people, even when your back's turned. Don't try to stab me in the back, dude. I'm always watching. (laughs) You're listening to the Moose Droppings Podcast with Dave Newman. Moose Droppings Podcast is brought to you by the South Muskoka Hospital Foundation, raising funds to help South Muskoka Memorial Hospital provide exceptional health care. You're going to get more details on all the great things that they do when you head on over to their website, healthmuskoka.ca. Technical producer, Mr. C, is here. How's it going? It's going great. Loving my new uh, digs here. I guess I have to clean up a little bit more, but other than that, it's going great. Keeping the place nicely. You're keeping the place up nicely, with the exception of the dirty laundry that's in the studio here. Well, You've got damp, dirty laundry everywhere. Damp laundry. I wouldn't say it's dirty. It's disgusting. I think you're going to like the show today. I think so, too. We're talking about aliens. Oh, boy. How much do you know about Area 51 and aliens? I just know it's What do you know about Area 51? So it's in, is it in Nevada? Correct. It's in the Nevada desert. What else do you know? I know it's heavily guarded. Yep. And I know that it's top secret. It's classified. And it just has something to do with aliens. It's rumored that the U.S. military are hiding alien spacecraft there or they're uh, conducting some sort of uh, experiments. They've been doing it for the last 40, 50 years. It's highly guarded. You can't get anywhere near Area 51. Just over the last day or so, Storm Area 51 is now picking up momentum on Facebook. I'm going to read to you a news item here from, this is the BBC News, so this is a legit news source. BBC News. 
Storm Area 51, U.S. Air Force warns over Facebook event. It started as a bit of a joke, but now the U.S. Air Force have told people not to go near Area 51. More than a million people have RSVP'd to an event on Facebook, threatening to storm the top secret base in Nevada, which some believe is home to aliens. Thousands have commented on the page, which reads, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. So what happens is, you can go on YouTube right now. And you can have a look at what happens when you pull up to Area 51. There's signage that says, do not go any further, that sort of thing. And within like a few minutes, armed military agents show up and say, turn around. You're not allowed here. So now there's a movement on Facebook where people are saying, if we all storm it, they're not going to kill us all. There's power in numbers. Still a bad idea. A spokeswoman for the Air Force has told the Washington Post, it is ready to protect America and its assets. That's crazy. So now uh, we've got other people chiming in saying, do not try this. Don't storm Area 51. It's a terrible, terrible idea. I know, but I'm so interested now. I want to know what's in there. How else are we going to find out what's in there? You know we the all, we all want to know what's in there. You're listening to the Moose Droppings Podcast with Dave Newman. If you have the chance to watch anything on Netflix this week, do yourself a favor and watch a brand new documentary that hit Netflix, I think about three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. It's called Bob Lazar. And the aliens, Area 51. Bob Lazar, the guy's last name, L-A-Z-A-R. And he's making his rounds, I believe, on certain podcasts. He's been on podcasts, he's been on a few shows now. Obviously, they've got to promote the documentary on Netflix, and that's part of the whole deal. I'm sure if you get a deal on Netflix and they pick up your documentary, they're like, you got to go on a press store. This guy's story is fascinating. Now, let me just dial it back for a bit. I'm a product of the 70s and 80s when I was growing up. I'm mm-hmm. a product of, of uh, when we didn't have a lot of TV channels on TV. Um, So we were starved for awesome content, Mm -hmm. like cartoons. You had to wait Saturday morning to watch cartoons. They weren't available all day, that sort of thing. So when a show came on TV that resonated with me as a kid, I made sure I watched it religiously. When I was a kid, I was fascinated with the unexplained. UFOs, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, all of that stuff. There was a show hosted by Leonard Nimoy from Star Trek called In Search Of. Have you heard about this show? I've never heard of it. In search of dot, 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 where every week it would be a different thing, right? In search of dot, 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 the Loch Ness Monster. In search of dot, 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 Bigfoot, right? I love that show. So since I was a little kid, I've been fascinated by The Unexplained. I go out of my way to watch everything I can about UFOs on Netflix and on YouTube, whatever, right? 99.9% of the time I watch these documentaries or movies, I'm left with the same feeling. These people are either lying about their experience, or they suffered some sort of real trauma when they were a kid, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they were heavy drug users when they were younger. Like 99.9% of the time, I watch these documentaries in these movies and I'm left with the same feeling it's not true. This is, they're wrong. Mm-hmm. They may think they're telling the truth. Right. I've actually met someone, I've personally met someone who believes that not only do aliens exist, but he's had encounters with them. I've talked to somebody. So I, I, I know what it's like to talk to someone where they 100% believe that they're telling the truth. So what I'm saying here is that all the documentaries and all the movies and everything that I've watched, 99.9% of those, I'm left with the same feeling, it's not right. This mm-hmm. is something's wrong here. Until recently watched this Bob Lazar Netflix documentary. I think this dude is telling the truth. And it's a crazy story. Essentially, here's how it goes down. Okay, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm going to boil it worried, down for you. You, you can ask me questions as we go along, because I know there's a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. In the early 80s, before Area 51 was called Area 51, a young rocket scientist... 
Bob Lazar blows the whistle to his local TV station and gives an interview and says, I've been hired to work out in the Nevada desert to de-engineer an alien spacecraft, an anti-gravity spacecraft. Now, this story sounds very familiar to a lot of other stories, right? Mm -hmm. However, he goes into lots and lots of detail about all the things that he's seen, all the things that he's done, where he got his schooling and all of that, right? This is in the early 80s. Flash forward 30 years later, a documentary filmmaker picks up on Bob's story and says, let's try to corroborate his story, as any good journalist would do. Mm -hmm. Let's try to find out if this guy's lying or not. So first things first, let's check on his schooling credentials. He said he went to Caltech or something. He was a rocket science in Caltech. Let's check on his credentials. So they check in with Caltech. Did you ever have a Bob Lazar go to Caltech? Caltech gets back and goes, no, never been to Bob Lazar here. So now you're thinking, okay, he's lying. He's, mm -hmm. I'm, we're going to put him in that group that I was talking about before. The 99.9% of people are like, they're lying. They're not telling the truth for one reason or another, right? Mm -hmm. But here's where it starts getting really, really weird. The documentary filmmaker tracks down some of his Caltech fellow students. And they've got other people going, Bob went to Caltech. Cal he's been erased from Caltech's, from their history. Totally off the grid. He's gone. So then they say, Bob, where, where, where were you working prior to going to Area 51? He gives the name of the company. The Netflix documentary maker contacts the company and said, did you ever have a Bob Lazar work here? They say, nope, never had a Bob Lazar work here. That guy must be lying. Until the documentary filmmaker unearths a company directory from the early 80s. And whose name is in the company directory working for the company? I'm going to guess Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. So now you're starting to think, okay, this is getting weird. Why is this guy's history being erased on record? Well, it's obviously to sort of sow the seeds of doubt whether this guy is telling the truth or not. It then goes on to now start corroborating all of the stories that he was saying. So some of the technology that he said he was using and he drew maps and sketches of, the U.S. military over the last 30 years have said, well, we've got this, we do this, we do this. And they're all corroborating his story, which he told in the early 80s. So that's the weird part about this whole Bob Lazar story is that over the last 30 years, his story hasn't changed, but history is showing that he wasn't lying on certain things. It will give you goosebumps watching this thing. I'm convinced the guy's not lying. I'm convinced the U.S. military have a flying saucer in Arizona, and this guy and many other people have been working on it for the last 30, 40, maybe 50 years. Well, that's the great thing about watching content like that, is not only are you questioning the existence of aliens, but you're questioning what everyone else is saying behind it. So I think it's kind of arrogant to think that we're alone in the universe. By the way, I'm going to be super clear. This is where Bob differs from everybody else. He's not suggesting that aliens are on this earth. He's not suggesting that aliens visit this earth. He's suggesting that the U.S. military has an alien spacecraft. He's never gone on record as to say they're a little gray man. And this is the other thing that I really like about Bob's story. He doesn't fill in the blanks. He just says, hey, this is all I know. This is all I saw. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you. Uh, the rest. I'm not going to try to make it up. At one point, he is asked, were they recovered from a crash site? Remember like the old weather balloon in Area 51? People said it was an alien spacecraft, and then the military said, no, it was just a weather balloon. Mm -hmm. They asked Bob, was it recovered from a crash site? He said, I wasn't privy to that information. However, there was a lot of people within the organization, other scientists, who uh, along the information chain had said that it was unearthed from an archaeological dig. It wasn't a crash site at all. It was unearthed. So it could have been in the ground for hundreds, thousands of years. That is a good sign, though, because usually when someone's lying, they want to give you all the answers they He's can. He's taken multiple lie detector tests. He passes them all. The documentary covers all of this. He's taken multiple uh, lie detector tests. He's passed them all. Uh, they've corroborated all of his backstories. It's a crazy, crazy story that at the end of it will leave you thinking, 
I believe this guy might be telling the truth. As far-fetched as the truth may sound, anti-gravity spacecraft is impossible. We don't even understand what gravity is. We know how it works. You drop something and it will fall. But scientists will tell you they don't understand exactly how gravity works. It's one of those big mysteries that we still haven't quite figured out. Bob is suggesting that the U.S. military has a spacecraft that manipulates gravity, which is impossible by our standards. Impossible. Or is it? So here's my message, is that if you have two hours to kill this week for anything to watch on Netflix, just check this out. Bob Lazar in the Aliens Area 51. It is definitely time well spent. All right, that's it for today's Moose Droppings podcast. It's brought to you by the South Muskoka Hospital Foundation, raising funds to help South Muskoka Memorial Hospital provide exceptional health care. You can get more details at healthmuskoka.ca. And don't forget, you can email us, moosedroppings at moosefm.com. Let us know if there's anything you want us to chat about. You go watch that Netflix show. I'm, as soon as I get home, that's what I'm doing. The truth is out there. <laughs> keep on keeping on. Peace out.